Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Montana's only daily sports talk show, Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! Well, hope you're interested in talking some basketball because we got a ton of basketball coming down the pipe. Welcome in. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. But no app today because the Grizz hockey team on their way back from Billings. So we'll be back on the app uh, in short order. But if you want to watch us, you always can on SWX Montana Television. So appreciate you uh, for tuning in. We're going to talk pretty much exclusively basketball. We will have an update from the Grace Hockey uh, game that happened over there uh, in Billings against Williston State. Mike Anderson, the head coach of the Grace Hockey team, will join us uh, at 5.30. I actually haven't uh, checked much, Andrew. Do we, we don't have a score yet, so we'll let you know we have a score. I think it's probably just getting over. Uh, so anybody that was tuning in on the radio or on the app, you probably know better. You probably know more than us, but we'll get you a score uh, as soon as possible. But everything up till then, pretty much exclusively Basketball. We'll get things started off. Ladies, ladies first around the Big Sky and Women's Hoops. Krista Redpath is in studio with me, Coulter Nuanas. We'll do that uh, here for the first hour of this Nuanas now. And then in hour number two, we'll hear from a couple of the guys that know these basketball teams on the men's side better than anybody. Riley Corcoran, the voice of the Grizz, will join us, as will Keaton Gologli. He's the voice of the Montana State Bobcats. We'll get all set up for the men's game, uh, which tips at 7 p.m. Of course, Montana at Montana State, 2 p.m. for the women and uh, 7 p.m. for the men. So uh, we'll go all the way around the league on both sides. Also get some thoughts from Riley Corcoran on uh, his trip to Frisco and the uh, Grizz National Championship game and uh, what the Grizz need to do to sort of uh, close the gap. So there you go. That's your show outlook. We also have wings for you, of course, Wednesday. It's a wing at Wednesday. So uh, stay tuned for that. Probably presented by the Desperado Sports Tavern and Grill. You want to stream the show? You always can. 1029ESPN.com. Click on Listen Live and you will find the live stream. And if you want to be a part of the show, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. And uh, you can call or text that number anytime during the show, but that's what you're going to need to remember uh, for the Wings. From Jeff Safford, live from the road, he says 9-3, to three, the Grizz hockey team pick up a win. So uh, good start to the second half of the season for them. Uh, you got your... Uh, Opportunity to see the Grizz hockey team coming up at home this upcoming weekend. So we'll let you know more about that uh, a little later on. Hi, Krista. How you doing? Hi, I'm great, Coulter. First of all, I uh, made the whole show outline today, forgetting that they reseed the uh, playoffs in the NFL. I wanted to ask you, because I asked you last week, who would you rather play, the Bucks or the Eagles? I know we went on and on about that on the air. It wasn't like that, because I, I think that we, like many people around America that analyzed the NFL, thought the Cowboys were just going to walk through the Green Bay Packers. Not oh, so fast. No, 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 no. Packers laid it on the the, uh, the Cowboys, and uh, to the glee of many, including yours truly. But... 
Um, Me too. I mean, gosh, you either love the Cowboys or you hate the Cowboys, right? Like there, it's a love or hate. There is right? no in between. There's it's, nobody that's just like, yeah, the Cowboys are okay. It's so funny. There's been <laughs> so much online just threats of, oh, Green Bay is playing so great. You know, you should be worried in San Francisco. And I'm like, mm, we're not Dak. We're not Ceedee Lamb. That's I'm, right. I feel okay. That's I feel right. all right about playing. Them. No, no doubt. Green Bay is red hot. The Niners are just the best team in the NFC and maybe the best team in football. So uh, that's your matchup because they re- reseed the playoffs. So you got. Uh, Packers at 49ers for one of the two uh, NFC games. So, I mean, how are you feeling? About oh, I feel this? I feel great. It's on now. It's time to get get to work. I mean, week 18 against the Rams. Brock sat. Um, you know, we had to sit out this wild card weekend. Everyone should be healthy and ready to go and focused. I think we have four of the best offensive weapons when you look at the season that Ayuk's had. For sure. Um, He's been look, one of the breakout players in the NFL. You look at Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, George Kittle, who to me is the most diversified player. I mean, he's an elite receiver and an elite blocker. So you look at and that. he's an elite crazy guy. <laughs> he's an elite crazy he, he, guy, he and he's my son's favorite player. I so. mean, good, good choice by your son. Yes. Evan knows what he's doing because George Kittle is just... <laughs> Entertainment uh, just in bunches. He is just so funny. He's just he's kind of got a screw loose, but he's just got so much energy. He's he's awesome. So hey, if you hadn't been paying attention, Chris Redpath, our uh, resident 49ers <laughs> fan. I know we have a lot of 49ers fans uh, out there in the world. So tell me this though: the 49ers have reached this level as a franchise where th- they have so much stability. They're so good. I mean, everybody knows about all the talent on the roster. They have one of the best coaches in the league in Kyle Shanahan. They have one of the best front offices in the league. I don't like all this, culture. Well, where that, are you going? Now, now it's to the point where it's it's Super Bowl or bust, right? Well, like, it if, really is. It's I not mean, just about getting the one seed or the playoffs. Like They have to win the, the NFC Championship for this to be a successful we, season. We've been in that conference title yeah. game three of the last four years, so it is go time. And that's why I think we need to be focused. We have all the weapons. Um, Brock Purdy, I just listened to him on my way over here. He was very poised, you know, just stating, I'm Brock. I'm going to go out and do what I can do to make this team better. I think that that approach has made them successful this year. He has had some blow-up games. I mean, the Baltimore game still is in the back of my head from Christmas Day. Um, But I do think that um, Brock has been a steady force um, for this Niner team. And defensively, we're healthy. We're all ready to go. So on that side of the ball, I feel pretty good. When you're absolutely right, at the end of the day, (laughs) I know some people are going to hate me saying this. Brock Purdy's way better than Dak Prescott. Oh, come on. Hands down. <laughs> Dak, Dak, cow- Dak doesn't have it. He he's he does he's not a, have it. He's a good player in the regular season when they're playing overmatched teams. He just melts down in the playoffs. At, at a certain point, I actually feel bad for him because I think he's been put on this pedestal where people think he can do stuff that he just can't Damn do. Damn cowboys. It's, it's amazing. I will say, last thought on the NFL, and then we're actually talking some, some basketball. If the Cowboys hire... If they fire Mike McCarthy, which I don't know, I don't know if that's going to happen or not, but if they do, that hire could go so many different ways. If they hire Bill Belichick, though, this this might like make the world explode because you have the most overexposed team in all of sports in terms of the media coverage. I mean, every every radio station from coast to coast leads with the Cowboys. Even here in Montana, we talk about. I mean, yeah, you, you I know, know, on Monday it was not that the Packers won, is that the Cowboys lost? Right? Everybody does it, but. If you get Belichick in there, I mean, can you imagine that level of exposure with this guy who just does not want to say nothing? Well, it is pretty funny. I actually was taunting my Seahawk friends today at the gym, Mike Rankin, saying, hey, I heard that Seattle's looking at Belichick. Oh, my gosh. And they're like, what? You got to be kidding me. It was just kind of fun to play with him. But, yeah, I think the big question is where is Belichick going? Right, no doubt. Because he's going somewhere. He's definitely going to go somewhere. The coaching carousel in the NFL is going to be fascinating. Belichick, uh, maybe to the Chargers, maybe... Uh, to the Cowboys, if they make a move, maybe to Philadelphia. Who knows? Uh, there's all sorts of well, different Philadelphia. Things. Let's talk about them for oh a minute. Oh my gosh! What the heck? There's there's something wrong. Yeah, there, there is there, something wrong. Right? The, the, it's not just you don't just have one of the most talented rosters in. You don't start ten and one and, and then, then and go then completely fall off. I mean, they had they, they, they the one thing about the NFL. Sometimes you can say, okay, in the NBA, they, they loaf sometimes and they walk it up and down. I think that narrative is actually a little bit overplayed, but you do see it every once in a while. And NBA regular season versus NBA playoffs is totally different. In the NFL, you We're never... We're to touch upon that later. Right? You never see guys, though, just totally hang it up and quit in the NFL. And they, like, quit on Monday night. It was wild to watch the Philadelphia Eagles. Absolutely. Our Around the Big Sky Women's Hoops, proudly presented this week by Pure, uh, Pure West Christie's Real Estate. 
built on a legacy of excellence and long-standing commitment to relationships for life dating back to 1972. As the leading brokerage in Montana, Pure West Christie's has the reach and resources to give your home the exposure it deserves. With 16 locations and 245-plus agents, Pure West Christie's Real Estate prides themselves on being the number one real estate brokerage in Montana. Visit purewestrealestate.com and learn more or visit them on Instagram at Pure West Christie's. I'll put a little personal spin on this because uh, several of my friends work there at Pure West Christie's. Their social media stuff is unbelievable. They have all this technology where they can do the drone videos and they can just display. I mean, it's if you're really elite, I mean, if you're selling, yes, there's no way they're gonna anybody's gonna make your house look better than this. It's it's very impressive uh, what they do, and uh, so good job by them, and appreciate having them on board. One thing I wanted to talk to you about real quick before we get into some of the results from the Big Sky is we were doing our um, prep uh, update yesterday, going through some of the the big games and in uh, the state for both uh, boys and girls basketball at the the high school level. And I just was going through, it's unreal how many good high school girls basketball players there are in the state right now. I mean, you're talking Division I prospects in all four classifications. And this isn't just like kind of fringe, maybe could play in the big sky. You're talking like real deal gals that are getting offers from all over the place. It's pretty impressive. Well, that's great. I hope that Montana and Montana State jump on board because right now they don't have as many Montana kids on their totally. roster. So I think it's great to see that level of play increase. And I know back in the day, many years ago, many, many years ago, <laughs> the Montana roster was primarily Montana. And I think that's neat to just see that high level of play. It's been so fascinating to see the development because when you look at a girl like Brianna Williams who's over at Billing Skyview. Mm-hmm. She's, she's so talented that... It's almost as if she's a, even she's so far above the big sky, right? Like it would be awesome if she came to one of those schools, but I mean she's a she's going to the Big Ten. It's amazing. It, I know Coulter, but I think make your state better. No, it's true. So I think that, that I, I struggle with that, but I also really appreciate um, the players that do choose to have an experience outside of Montana. But boy, you're really on a stage here where you could no, elevate true. one of these programs. Well, I mean it's it's like Shannon Kate now Shannon Schwain told us once upon a time. She said, you know, when I was getting recruited. There's no Instagram and Twitter and mm-hmm. the internet. So she said, I never forget when I got offered by Vanderbilt. I'm just a girl living in Billings, Montana. I don't know what that is. I had to go to the library and look up what Vanderbilt was. And, you know, it's just hilarious how it all works. But you wonder, too, that if the just the exposure that's provided mm-hmm. by technology, that was sort of the thing is Robin Selvig would get all these girls in Montana to stay in Montana but there also wasn't a lot of people recruiting in Montana. It's sort of an unknown place, right? Right. All right. I think, you know, they, they the fans here just really yeah. got behind the players. And I think you've seen that down in Bozeman now, which is really neat. Credit to Montana. I mean, Brandon Williams is worth mentioning. She had 16 points in the fourth quarter alone to lead Skyview past Billings West, who's the defending state champ. She's well on her way to another All-State season. She's the reigning Gatorade Player of the Year. Terry Churik is a, a phenomenal player. She started her career at Billings West, actually, and now she's at Roberts. So she's killing it there in the Class C ranks, 38 points against Plenty Coup the other night. Uh, she's on her way to Montana State. Jada Davis is somebody I got my eye on big time. Her father, Mecklen Davis, was a great player at Montana State. She's only a sophomore. She was first-team All-State as a freshman last year. Uh, she had 21 in a crosstown game the other day. Uh, last year's Class B semifinal between Big Fork and Huntley Project was one of the most entertaining games I ever watched. Paige Laughing from... Huntley Project, she's just this tiny little point guard. She's just shooting the lights out. But the Gunlock sisters at Big Fork are awesome. And now they're up in Class A. They're taking that ranks by storm. You look at Courtney Grossman at Billings West. She's headed Eastern Washington. Cadence Couture here in Missoula at Big Sky. Uh, she's heading to Idaho. Those are just a small sample size of all the great college basketball players. But I, I do think there's some factors that go into this too, right? I think that the club scene and the club teams from Montana – they're, they're getting out on a national stage. They're getting seen at a higher level. Well, and I will say LWJ Productions, Linda For Weiler sure. Jacobson, huge in promoting athletes no across the state. I mean, actually, she's regional, so she's not just within the state, yep. but doing such a fantastic job um, representing these athletes and getting them prepared for what is out there in the college game at all uh, you know levels. It isn't just D1. It's all different levels. No doubt. She's done I, a great job. I mean, our, our friends over at Failure Sports Pacific, they've done a great job. I mean, Lisa Failure's done a great job. Coaching up some of these girls, she has a club team that gets you a lot of exposure. Josh Hughes. 
Eustace, who we highlighted last year during this segment. Uh, he's helping out, or he's running the uh, Montana Elite Invitational, which I'm on the board for now. Uh, so that that's fun, you know, just nominating kids. And then you get all the great kids together. That's always been the drawback when it comes to recruiting Montana, right? Coaches say, okay, well, you scored 30 points in a game. Who are you playing against? Now there's all these different opportunities for these great players to play against each other. So I just wanted to highlight that because I just think it's it's awesome how many great, particularly female high school basketball players there are right now uh, in the state of Montana. Chris Redpath in studio with us. It's Around the Big Sky in Women's Hoops, presented by Pure West Christie's Real Estate. Let's take a look at our Big Sky scoreboard. Since the last time we were on the air, we had uh, two different sets of games, so last Thursday and last Saturday. Last Thursday, Weber State smacked Sac State 81-61. Montana has a great first half and a terrible second half. We'll get to that in just a minute. But they lose 67-57 uh, to Northern Colorado in Greeley. Montana State can't keep up with NAU. Northern Arizona wins 88-73 in Flagstaff. And then Idaho State drills Portland State 79-43. And then on Saturday, uh, Eastern Washington, Idaho, they just played single games because that's a little bit of a rivalry. Not a little bit. It's a lot of bit of a rivalry. Uh, Eastern Washington beats Idaho 67-44. Northern Colorado completes their weekend sweep. Nice weekend sweep by the Bears. 58-53 over Montana State. Weber State waxes Portland State 89-53. More on that in just a minute as well. Uh, Idaho State beats Sac State 62-48. And then Montana, they get back on the horse. Uh, great win in Flagstaff, 89-84 uh, over Weber State. So my number one storyline coming out of that scoreboard, it's the first time in a long time that we've had this as our number one storyline, the Weber State Wildcats. How about them? I was going through the, the schedules. First of all, Weber went 2-16 and 16 in league play last year. That led to Valena Harris not getting uh, renewed and the new coaching staff coming in there in Ogden. They haven't swept a conference weekend in almost three years so that's a very impressive feat. Regardless of who the opponent is, Weber has been the team that's always getting beat. And so now that's a, that's a great weekend for them to get two well, wins. If you're first, first year coach, Gentile Jackson, you've got to be really pleased. I mean, in the, in the point spread, when I look at it, Coulter was very spread. I mean, Jaden Matthews ended up player of the week this week, rightfully so. Um, but she had just a, an amazing weekend leading Weber State. And they just dominated on both sides of the ball. I mean, they really took it to Portland State, which I think we're going to dive into a little totally. bit later in terms of what's going on there. Um, but against Sac State as well, they've also had their struggles. Sure. Um, but you got to hand it to Weber State. Just some momentum. Right? No, for Look sure. Momentum going into this conference race. Well, I mean, if you're averaging 85 points for a conference weekend, that's pretty impressive. I mean, 81 and 89, no matter who you're playing, you're putting the ball in the bucket. Gentile Jackson it hasn't gotten a lot of play because it was sort of a, a, a quiet hire only because she doesn't have much Division One experience, but she does have a ton of coaching experience in a variety of different sports. She's coached some golf. She's coached some basketball. But I know internally they really liked the hire. That's been a tough job since Beth Ann Ord moved on. Um, so um, what do you think of the first-year coach and the opportunity she has there? Well, I think she's really gotten them um, pulled together in this weekend of play. Sure. I mean, they rebound, they out-rebounded both Sac State and Portland State. They didn't turn the ball over. They just did things that looked like more of a poised ball club. Totally. And I think that's just exciting because, honestly, coming into this season and looking at the fact that under Valeta Harris, they didn't really have the turnover, so it's the same roster and right. they still struggled. I wondered how they were going to be able to pull that together. But a new set of eyes in Gentile Jackson with this same roster has proved to be successful, at least in this week of play. I mean, to me, watching them the last couple of years, it was it was the little things more than the big things. They always had at least a couple players that were very good. I mean, Darren Hickok is a really good player. Torbert, you liked Torbert. I mean, Emma Torbert, she's, she's totally unorthodox, but I, I mean, she's a baller. She has right. all sorts of skills. It, it was just the, I mean, they relentlessly turned the ball over. They'd have these lapses on defense. Not organized. They just looked like right. you couldn't tell what they were running out there. I would try totally. to figure out what the scout was, and I, I just couldn't even figure it out. We know that Darren Hickok is a complete player. Preseason first team. Yeah. Um, but she she can really play. And she was she kind of was the glue in these games. Although, you know, Jaden Matthews got all the attention, Darren Hickok also played well. And I guess what I'm saying is when, you, when you're struggling for several years in a row, there's several different problems you could have. Talent was not the issue at Weaver State. I think that it was it was some other stuff that was maybe eluding them. So uh, good to see. I mean, here's the thing: to have the best teams, you have. To, I mean, it's all linear. You have to have teams that win and teams that lose. There's always going to be somebody in first place. There's always going to be somebody in last place. But if you have the bottom parts of various leagues better, 
it's just better for everybody. Nobody wants to see anybody go 0-20 like Portland State did, or nobody wants to see anybody go 2-16 like Weber did. Nobody wants that. You can still win six or seven league games and get last place if the conference is really strong from top to bottom. Well, and you have Portland State and Sac State that have yet to get a win, so right. hopefully they can figure things out. Uh, number two storyline in the Big Sky, around the Big Sky women's hoops, the Krista Redpath here on Nuana's now. Northern Colorado getting it done with defense. That's a nice sweep by the Bears to uh, to beat both Montana and Montana State coming into Greeley. Great second-half rally against Montana. I know Montana, if you talk to the people on the Lady Grizz, they say, well, this was on us, not them. We blew it. But either way, you take advantage of it and you get a a weekend sweep, and that's a good one when you're talking about two top-half teams in the league. Well, for sure. I look at the way that Northern Colorado came out in that second half and really took it to Montana. And when I look at Montana's only had four losses this year. The Lady Grizz just, you know, 11 and four. They're yes. looking good. In three of those four games though, Coulter, third quarters were a struggle for them. For sure. And that's one thing that I saw with UNC. They just came out on their heels. I will hand it to UNC for the defensive pressure. And then also being able to push in transition and hit big threes. I mean, Semental had some nice plays, um, but they also just really took it to the Lady Grizz in defensive transition. I thought Danny Barsh broke this down on the show really well yesterday. She was our Grizz Star of the Week, and uh, she talked uh, pretty detailed about just the defensive lapses, especially in that second half, but overall. She said, hey, I asked her, I said, what are the next steps defensively? Is, Is it about communication? Is it about being on the same page? She said, I think it's about fighting through fatigue. Raising your fatigue ceiling. Mm-hmm. She said, if you, when you're playing defense, it's as simple as if you're not willing to take three more steps or shuffle three more uh, slides, Hannah Simmental is going to hit the three in your face. Right. So we got to learn that. You got to learn how to get to the point where you can play through the fatigue. And then if you're tired, hey, give me a sub. Let's get back in. Let's go hard. So I thought that was pretty insightful uh, by a young lady. She to, is insightful. To I don't think she, that. she is better. She never needs to come off the floor. Honestly, they I are agree. so much better with her. She, I think she played 38 minutes in the last game. I know. So I mean, the best part is, too, she'll have these spurts where she does exhaust herself, and she'll ask for a sub, and, and then they give her a sub, and they put her back in in two or possessions. Or they'll call a timeout. He'll blow a timeout. <laughs> he really can't afford to have her off the floor. It's amazing. And, and, and she's getting to the point where she can play. Uh, you know, I mean, she played 38 minutes both games this week. Weekend, mm-hmm. So she's getting there for sure. Um, um, Montana just struggled. Also, they hit three threes. And that's been something that has been their bread and butter. They no shoot doubt. themselves into games. They shoot themselves out of games. Yep. But three threes is just uh, not, it's it's out of character for this 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 red hot shooting Montana team. No, no doubt. I mean, the, the way that they play, given the personnel with all the, the great dribble drive players that they have, led by Matt Koning and Gina Markson, who's definitely the best two-headed monster at point guard in the entire conference. Mm-hmm. You're going to get so many open threes. So even if you're not wanting that to be your identity, it kind of has to be, right? Like They're just going to shoot 23s a game. They shot 45 in the game against South Dakota when we were there. They hit 16 of them. If you hit 16 threes, you're going to win, period. But I, I, I guess what I'm saying is you just have to get to the point where if you're shooting 20, 25 threes, you just got to hit 8 to 10. If you're hitting three, it really just... It holds you back. Right, it does. And I think we're even going to look more at Montana because I do think shot selection becomes an issue at times for them. They have the quick trigger. Everyone has the green light. For sure. Um, but you have to look at, you know, what is your best shot? Yeah. And sometimes that's where Montana struggles. That will be key for Montana State as we dive into this later on in the show. No doubt. Rather big scan women's hoops with Krista Redpath here on Nuanas Now. I'm Coulter Nuanas. Our fourth storyline, the injuries just keep piling up at Montana State. We've talked about the gals that have been in and out of the lineup like KJ Lamardo, Mara Dykstra. I know they're still uh, probably anticipating that Dylan Phillip will come back. She's been out for a little while, but she has not been ruled out totally. But they lost Lexi Deaton before the new year. And now earlier this week, they announced the loss of Lindsey Hine as well. Hine's certainly a a prospect that they've been working on developing. She's uh, she's a little bit of a unique player because she's a you know she's six five, but she can actually pop out and shoot it from the wing. Small school girl, but oh, a ton of potential out of Forsyth. Uh, just a bummer for her that uh, she's she's just been banged up her whole Bobcat career, and this is just the latest. Well, in and the she screen. was getting some consecutive minutes, Coulter, yeah. and I think she needs the development. So when you when you look at Coach Binford, who's a players' coach, she's looking to get players better. She needed Lindsey Hine to be in the mix because she needed the reps, yep. and that's what's disappointing is to lose a player like that when you are in development mode. Trisha Binford, the head coach of the Montana State Women, will join us here. A little, bit, a little bit less than 10 minutes, but one thing I will paraphrase for, from her that uh, she'll reemphasize here in just a minute is she said, hey, we've had as much adversity as any team I've ever coached, and I'm having as good a time as I've ever had. I, I think that she knows that, hey, 
you know, the wins and the losses are going to come, but also they have a lot of rope this year because they're replacing this great senior class, and they have so many young players in their program, and their veterans have all been banged up. But I think that she's very, really impressed with what they've been getting out of uh, this very inexperienced group that has been able to stay healthy. Well, they've done a very, I mean, you look at their non-conference record. They play Washington to five at Washington. Totally. Um, you know, they've just done some things. Great win at North Texas, great win against Wyoming. They've had moments, um, but I do think it's, when you look at these injuries, they haven't had everyone together. So they've mm-hmm. been playing, you know, this last weekend, playing without Mara Dykstra. It was really a whammy. Had she have been in there, these two games would have been different. You play without Caitlin Lamardo for a game. There's just been some bumps that have led to, I mean, they're on a three-game losing streak right now, and I think that's due to injuries. Number five storyline coming out of this last week, Portland State. You, you know, you expect every team to have the ebbs and flows of a season, but they got drilled both times last week, and then I was wondering, okay, well maybe they had somebody hurt. So they went and looked at the box scores, and they don't have everybody. They don't have anybody that's a you know at least a, a reputable name in the league that's out. So I mean, what's going on with Portland State? <sighs> Portland State. How do I even sum them up? They don't. They live and die by that two-three zone. Chelsea sure. Greg's not taking them out of that. And but that's what they've been running for years. Yep. These teams though are red hot in the first quarter. And they are just taking it to them. I will also say that one thing that's very disappointing about Portland State that I watch, and I hope that they can improve on rebounding, it's one shot and they're going the other way. They have nobody really crashing the glass. And so I think it's hard to rebound out of that 2-3, but I do think at times you just got to find a way. And Esmeralda Morales is going to get her shots. We know this. She's the leading scorer in the big sky. She only had one rebound in the last game. And I look at a guard that is as agile as her. I mean, if you're putting up shots you know best where that ball's coming off. True. And so I look at some of this play, and I think they just need to look for some cohesiveness and look to improve in these areas of play so they can maybe string together a few quarters of good basketball. Well, when you were playing for the Lady Grizz, I mean, Robin Selvig's 2-3 zone is vaunted. (laughs) What are the advantages, but also what's the hardest part? Because it does seem like if you can play it at a really high level, it's an unbelievable defense. It is, but if you have a weak link, you're all weak. That's right. So, you know, I think to some of the drops, you know, guard forward. I, For us, I mean, when I played, it was it was a while ago. But, I mean, if we were out of sync, I mean, we were on the bench. So, it didn't really matter. <laughs> right. it, there, there was no, like, give or leeway yeah. on the defensive yeah. end when I played. Um, but I do think that if, if it is clicking on all cylinders, you can really um, hide maybe your lack of size. Sure. Or you can promote your size. I mean, you look That's at Courtney thing. West, who they're, was in the middle right. of that zone for Portland State. I mean, their their best team in recent years is the one that went yes. to the NCAA tournament. They had a six foot four girl in Courtney West in the middle. They also had Ashley Bolston playing, playing up front. The, playing the guard. She's 6'2", so. and she was getting deflections like it was, you know, going out of style. So Right, and I, I look at, like, Greta Kosbuehler, who I played with when she at WNBA. I mean, yep. she was on the top of the zone. I mean, with those long arms, it just makes it very difficult to do any type of penetration. you got to watch that outside perimeter shot. But if you have a team that maybe isn't a great three-point shooting team, you know, I think the 2 three's great. For some reason, everyone has shot all world against Portland State in the first quarter. And then I think that their energy level is a little bit low. They're on their heels, and they're just not able to climb back out. Long season, a lot of games left to be played. And uh, I think Chelsea Gregg's a great motivator, so I think that uh, Portland State will certainly be a team that can be competitive moving forward. Just got to turn the page on this uh, last weekend. Eastern Washington, just the one game this last weekend, but they really took it to their rival in Idaho. And uh, Eastern remains unbeaten in the league, and uh, they were one of the favorites in the preseason. They still look like one of the favorites. They've been very, very good so far here uh, right out the gates. I know, and, and interesting because I thought, like, the first half, they didn't shoot great. I mean, if you looked at Eastern Washington, I mean, Aliyah Alexander had a phenomenal game. She had a career high. She had 27 points. Um, she, she shot three for three from the three-point line. I mean, it was crazy stats. I will say that I look at the depth of Eastern Washington and led at the front by Jamie Luetta, and she did such a good job finding Alexander on the mismatches. They posted Aliyah up a lot. And I think that was the difference maker in the second half. One thing I will say about Jody Gleason and her husband, Skip, who's her associate head coach, they make really good adjustments and they seem to be able to make those in game and they have enough players and enough personnel that they're able to to impact a game. And they've really shown why they're the best team in the league so far. Um, again, three, and zero. we're still very, very early, but um the Eagles are also dominating on the glass. They're doing That's, everything. I mean, well. they're doing everything. They're really, really fun to watch. It's really been impressive to see how Jody Gleason has put her stamp on that thing yes. almost instantly. They have an identity. 
They've built a roster that is very complimentary. Mm -hmm. They have a style that they love to play, Mm -hmm. and it's very hard to get them to play a different style than their own style. And if you're the one dictating the way that the game is going to go, you're going to be hard to beat. And they have great pieces all the way across the board. And they have size. When you look at uh, Jacinda Buckley, she's 6'1". Jadia Martin, 6 feet. Jaleesa Lawrence is 6'5'11". Uh, Millie Knowles is 6'1". That is across the board. Yeah. They just have they, those long, lanky arms. Around the Big Sky Women's Hoops, brought to you by Pure West Christie's Real Estate. Trusted advice, local expertise, exceptional service, and outstanding results. Behind every move is a story, and at Pure West Christie's, they'll help you write yours. Pure West Christie's Real Estate, where their core value is relationships for life. This extends beyond their agents and clients. They also strive to build strong relationships between their company and the communities they serve. In 2023, Pure West Christie supported more than 60 nonprofit organizations throughout the state of Montana, from youth sports clubs to local chambers of commerce to collegiate programs and supporting seniors. They set out to make an impact in every market area they operate in. Visit purewestrealestate.com to learn more or visit them on Instagram, purewestrealestate.com. Christie's. More on Around the Big Sky and Women's Hoops with an update on our Big Sky and Boise giveaway, plus the most veteran coach in the league, Montana State 19th year head coach, Treasure Binford. Next, keep it right here. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm, when it comes to criminal defense, what's an example of why someone could or should call Schulte Law? Criminal defense happens on somebody's worst day, you know, and it doesn't mean that someone's a bad person. We all make mistakes. We all make choices that maybe aren't the best choice. And that can lead to dramatic consequences in somebody's life. So we're really focusing on personal injury and criminal defense. We do a lot of different areas of the law, though. We have a strong background in real estate. Um, We handle family law for clients, ton of mediations. The ultimate reality is, is that people have bad days. And that's when you need our help. That's when you need to call Schulte Law Firm because we know the players, we know the game. We can put people in the best position to achieve the outcome they want. If you've had a bad day, visit jschultilaw.com. It's new on is now on 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. No one is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. No app today, but we'll be back on the app. So go ahead and download it. Great way to follow along with Chris Hockey, uh, as well as this show, both live and archive. It's around the Big Sky Women's Hoops. Chris Redpath joining us in studio. Our Big Sky Conference giveaway continues. A Big Sky in Boise. We got uh, two tickets for you um, to the entire women's tournament. Plus, you're going to get two nights at a hotel. Uh, the Big Sky in Boise, uh, the tournament is March 9th through the 13th. So uh, you can enter as many times as you like. Just text us, call us, tweet at us. You can find us uh, at 406-888-1029. You can also find us on all the social medias at 1029 ESPN. You can also find uh, Krista, Krista Redpath, on various social medias. We're all over the place. So any and all correspondence. Uh, get a hold of us, let us know, and we'll announce a lucky winner towards the end of February that'll be joining us uh, for the Big Sky Tournament in Boise. Our Big Sky in Boise giveaway is probably presented by Vertical Rays. Vertical Rays is the most streamlined, professional, and effective online fundraising platform you can find. Whether you're a high school sports team, the marching band, speech and debate, or a local fire crew, anything in between, any organization, Vertical Rays can help you. Follow Vertical Rays on Instagram or visit verticalrays.com. Uh, before we play this interview with Trisha Benford, it's it's fascinating to me. We talked about this for a couple of years. There's been so much turnover in the Big Sky Conference, just in terms of the identities of programs and the people leading those programs. One of the first dominoes was obviously the retirement of Robin Selvig because he was an institution. I mean, he is the, probably the face of the Big Sky Conference in women's basketball after leading Lady Grizz for 38 years. Well, now... We have another veteran brewing, and that's Trisha Binford. And I, I've I've covered Coach Ben since the 2010 season. It's been um, 
it's been awesome to watch her growth because when she first came in, she was a, a young coach with a ton of great playing experience. I played against her, and, and they were they were trying to find uh, you know what is that we're going to do? What what's our formula for recruiting? What's our formula for style? How do we want to play? And they were always good, but it was sort of a moving target. Well, once they found it, now they found it and they've hammered it, and they are they are definitely the most stable and probably best program in the Big Sky Conference. It's been impressive. And I was talking to Rob Selvig just two weeks ago. You know, we visit quite a bit, and he um, utmost respect for Coach Benford. And he says, you know, I hand it to Montana State; they bring the defense. No doubt, that is something that she just really hangs her hat on, and they always play hard. And that coming out of Rob's mouth because he doesn't just just That's throw right. those kind of compliments out um, was just really neat to see the respect that they have between the the two of them, but also just a credit to Coach Benford and what she's grown. Caught up with Coach Ben yesterday. Well, around the Big Sky Women's Hoops, and so now we have a big rivalry game on the horizon coming up in Bozeman. Actually, two of them, one at 2 o'clock, one at 7 o'clock. The women play in the opening game, and then the men play in the uh, night game there as Montana, Montana State uh, take the court. We're joined now by Montana State head women's basketball coach, Trisha Benford. Coach, haven't talked to you in a little while. How you doing? You know, we're doing good. How are you doing, Coulter? Uh, very good. Uh, first of all, I got a couple Brad questions for you before we get into this rivalry game. It's it's uh, interesting to see, you know, Chris Redpath and I have been talking about just sort of the, the evolution of the league. And, and you look around and there's so much that's either relatively or brand new, especially when it comes to the, the coaches. I mean, pretty much yeah. every every program in the league has a coach that's been there for three years or less. It's only you and Seton Sobolewski at Idaho State and Lori Payne at NAU that have been there for more than just a couple of years. So, um, I mean, how do you think that just sort of influences the, the complexion of the league? Well, you, uh, you've you got to really do it, your due diligence on scouting reports, you know. Um, typically, with it, when you know the league and coaches and what they roll to out of a timeout, that sort of thing, you got to feel it. Now you just have to have a really good understanding. So there's a lot of learning on everybody on both sides of that. How do you think it's changed? Do you think stylistically the Big Sky has changed much in the last couple of years, or is it is it pretty similar? Um, I feel like uh, there's a lot of style changes. Um, I think that the Big Sky is showing that it can compete with any league. Uh, the Summit League was a great challenge, but even in the preseason, um, some of those Northwest uh, uh, conferences, I thought uh, we represented ourselves very well. So I just think, uh, you know, the transfer portals into the ball game that uh, influences and impacts as well. Um, you just got to continue to evolve your programs. Well, you definitely saw that. I mean, the nine conference, the Big Sky had all sorts of wins over Mountain West yeah. teams, the West Coast Conference teams. So, I mean, do you think that's sort of a testament to the strength of the league? Uh, I think it's going to really help with net ratings. I, I just think there's a lot of positives to it. You know, you want to you want to have your impact uh, kind of nationally on a national scale. And, um, you know, some of those uh, preseason tournaments that you all do and you're hitting East Coast and Northwest and Midwest, I'm like, those things will impact later on when you're looking at seating and that sort of thing. So I think those are really important. But uh, overall, I think this league also has really uh, where we're getting coaches in. I think there's some really good influence there also. So I just, I think there's it's it's on the rise for sure. When it comes to what's different about your team, tell us about that because you had uh, sort of the stalwart point guard in, in Darian White. And uh, yeah. it's been fun to watch you guys evolve, though. you got a lot of young players that are playing uh, a lot of good minutes. But, I mean, what's it, what's it been like? I mean, after you have a four-year starter or a point guard, I'm sure it's a huge transition, but you guys have seemed to handle it pretty well. I'll tell you, Culture, we've had uh, the adversity of trials at the highest level this year, and it's been one of my most fun years of coaching. Um, I will say we're evolving every week um, because literally each week, it's been unfortunately for us somebody has either been out or in um so adjusting to who is available to compete and play for us i've not seen anything like that um last week we were trying some kids at uh, different positions because we were so low in our post rotation um but i will tell you like everything we have thrown at these kids they've responded to and they have been battling um to the very end so i'm extremely proud of this group i think there's a lot of fight i think there's uh, a lot of resolve um defensively this team has been at times as good as any team I've coached um, the offense has taken a little bit longer um, but yeah we uh, last week when we looked at our bench we had six freshmen and three seniors and 
every single one of these freshmen are getting really quality minutes right now. We we plan to have redshirted both Ella Johnson and Leah Bulager, and we pulled Ella out of redshirt when we found out about Lexi, and then at the time, both Lexi and uh, Drea were unavailable. We pulled Ella out of red shirt. And then after kind of last weekend, we pulled Leia out of red shirt. So they are all available. Every kid has, you know, stepped up to, you know, what was needed and what is needed. And we still have a lot of work to do, but it's been a lot of fun. We're on the Big Sky Women's Hoops. Trisha Bidford joining us here on Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Montana State hosts Montana on Saturday afternoon. Let's talk about the Lady Grizz then. Uh, they've been very prolific offensively. Uh, what do you see when you, you turn on the film? Well, I see they've added some depth as well. Uh, I don't feel like they lose uh, a beat in rotation. You know, you've got two point guards that could start for a lot of different teams um, coming in. And uh, Gina Markson, super familiar with the league. And then obviously you have freshman of the year. Well, obviously uh, the interior presence of Carmen G. Feller. You've got Danny Barch, who's their energy kid that's all over the glass. And, and then they've added a lot of pieces that can really score. So we know that it's going to be a 40-minute um defensive assignment uh, there's not going to be a possession where we can slack off because they're all capable and uh yeah we got to play off this home crowd they um they get so much off of just driving into the paint and then kick it out and i mean if barch is shooting it and g fellas shoot it that's a lot of shooters so uh, how do you go about uh, stepping that challenge defensively yeah i think it's more you know um if they hit some shots we want to make sure those are contested shots um we want to make sure those aren't rhythm shots um you know three ball has not been a great friend to us this last week on the road so we're gonna have to do a much better job getting out to the shooters and being there on time and you know there's there's times where they're firing on all cylinders from everywhere so it's it's once again i'm like they're they're gonna hit some shots we just gotta make sure that they're the right shots that we're allowing um, to, to take, and then we get out and run. And the other individual I wanted to ask you about, it's so funny, when she hit the, the game winner against Idaho State, and I was reading Tom's release, I was like, who's Madison Hall? I was like, I, I totally I totally missed this. Who is this this player? And I was like, oh, it's Madison Jackson. Of course, she just got married, and she so she has a new last name. But it's, it just seems like you know her return has been awesome for you from just a stability standpoint. And I loved your quote where you said, you know, in terms of playing within yourself and knowing your strengths, she's doing it as well as anybody you've ever coached. So coming into a game like this where it's going to be a lot of hype leading up and then you have a huge environment there, uh, in Bozeman, and you have all these people, and you know, there's just so much around it. How much does having sort of a stable leader like that help you? Yeah, it's uh, it's been amazing, Coulter, and I, you know, I, it's been so much fun to see her shine too, because she's always been the kid that's made everybody else shine throughout her career. Um, she's been that you know very selfless kid that's had the role of coming off the bench, sometimes starting, just being every single thing that's been needed. And uh, when we started off with her being uh, a student assistant. You know, for where she was at in life, and all of a sudden she's killing us in, in practices and on the scout <laughs> team, and all of a sudden we're end of October and she's in, you know getting in uniform. So crazy story, amazing story. Um, she didn't want to honor Darian with the number that she's wearing. Um, her previous number, uh, Brooke Berry's dad had worn that number oh, wow. um, for MSU, and so Brooke had taken that number, and that was the first thing she brought up when we were even talking about the possibility. She's like, "Well, I don't want Brooke's number." This one's really important to her. And she's just that kid, you know, and she does, she's the kid on film that you're like, this is what it looks like. And she's so reliable. She's so consistent. She's such a great leader of example. Um, I think she, she in the senior class, it's, there's the gap of age. But they're so close. It's like they're younger sisters, like how they've brought a Natalie Picton along when Dylan Phillip was supposed to be our starting point guard. And now Natalie is how many games in starting for us as a freshman and just killing it, you know? So I just, there's so many things about these pieces with just upperclassmen, you know, um, grabbing the underclassmen along the way. But uh, this is a game where you definitely rely on your senior class. They've been in these moments. They know what it feels like. They know the energy about it um and they're the ones that help you prepare for you understand you know this game you know that just the excitement for the community trisha bidford here on nuana's now espn radio uh last thing for you then coach what are some of the keys for you guys uh, on saturday afternoon against the lady grizz 
Well, we always start with, we have to be really consistent of who we are defensively. This is a very, very good offensive team coming in. Um, and at the same time, uh, they're defending very well. Um, they mix in some things on the defensive end, and we can't have any lulls on our offensive side. And that's, for us, been kind of uh, the culprit. And we've got to have some consistent quarters um, for us offensively to keep this game um, in a really good place for us. We've got to put both ends on the floor. There you go, Trisha Bifford here on Around the Big Sky and Women's Hoops. Montana State hosts Montana on Saturday afternoon. Coach, appreciate the time. Thanks so much, and we'll talk to you soon. Well, we'll see if we talk to you. We might not be. <laughs> <laughs> hey, all the best, okay? We're thinking of you. Thanks so much. Trisha Bifford here on Nuanas Now. It's presented by Pure West Christie's Real Estate. Trusted advice, local expertise, exceptional service, and outstanding results. Appreciate Pure West Christie's for Support of Around the Big Sky Women's Hoops the Chris Redpath uh, this week. We'll break down and preview the rivalry game between Montana and Montana State in Bozeman at 2 p.m. on Saturday. Right after this, keep it right here, ESPN Radio. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. Nuwana's Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. It's around the big sky at Women's Hoops with Krista Redpath in studio with us. Got about, I don't know, eight minutes left here to break down uh, this Bobcat-Grizzly game in Bozeman on Saturday. Here's a look at the league schedule upcoming other than the rivalry. There's a whole slate of Thursday games outside of Montana, Montana State. Weber plays at Eastern Washington, see if the Wildcats can keep it going after a weekend sweep. Uh, Eastern, the last undefeated team left in the league. NAU is at Portland State. Idaho is at Idaho State. Northern Colorado is at Sac State. And then Saturday, you got NAU at Sac. Idaho State at Eastern. Northern Colorado is at Portland State. Weber at Idaho. And then, of course, Montana at uh, Montana State. This weekend around the Big Sky and Women's Hoops is brought to you by Pure West Christie's Real Estate. Pure West Christie's Real Estate understands what drives the unique Local real estate market, our knowledge, propriety, uh, proprietary excuse me, tools, and proven strategies give their company agents and the clients the, the uh, definitive edge over the competition every time. Visit purewestrealestate.com to learn more or visit them on Instagram, uh, Pure West Christie's. What is your definitive? Uh, first of all, you're going to be on the call for this, so congratulations. Uh, uh, very cool. Uh, Crystal will be on MTN with uh, Ben Creighton for the Game at 2 p.m., so that'll be very fun. You can check her out on the television. Uh, when you, when the, this week rolls around, what do you think of what? What sort of memories come to your mind? Wow, there are so many. You know, I, I was fortunate to be able to play in you know five years of rivalry so games, of them, four yeah. years. Yeah, um, didn't lose to them. Didn't lose to the Cats. Didn't lose over in Bozeman. I did take a redshirt year that medical weird year that the Lady sure. Grizz had a tough year and we lost here at Sentinel. But I don't count that because I wasn't playing and it was at <laughs> Sentinel. Um, but you know it's funny, Coulter. I don't remember the X's and O's and the exact amount of points everyone had. Sure. I know you know you remember at the end of the day that you win or lose, but um, it just meant so much for our state to be a part of those games. I mean, being a girl that, you know, Great Falls girl, and you're just bright lights on the big stage representing your state. And it's just, to me, I look around and think that that's um, pretty impressive and that our state doesn't have professional sports, right? So th- this is the biggest game, games of the year. It's been uh, it's been crazy to see how the rivalry has flipped on the women's side. Robin Selvig was 78-10 and 10 against Montana State during his illustrious career leading the Lady Grizz. And uh, since his retirement, it's been almost completely the other way. Montana State has won in Bozeman for almost a decade straight. Last time Lady Grizz won in Bozeman came back in 2014. So certainly a tall task for Lady Grizz going into the brick, uh, going into Brick Breeding Fieldhouse on Saturday. For sure. I mean, you just can't argue with those numbers. I mean, you look at the Lady Grizz, and I, I look at this team this year. It will come down to who's going to make shots. And the crowd will. I mean, Coach Ben, hey, we got to use our home crowd advantage. Um, but this is as balanced of a Montana team as I have seen it. For when sure. you look at the weapons that they brought in with Maggie Espa, Miller McGraw, MJ Bruno, that's 20 more points a game. They are solid at the guard play. Carmen G. Feller is a tough matchup uh, because she can bring a big out and she can shoot the three. Okay, I do think when she comes out of the game, um, Montana speeds up their play. So I think they also have a game plan for when Carmen might be out with foul trouble or she's taking a blow. And then Danny Barch just comes in and is all over the place. So when I look at their roster, I just think they have it all, every angle covered. 
but it will come down to who makes shots. Make or miss game, as it always is in hoops. I also think that uh, the coaching matchup, maybe not necessarily who does what in the X's and O's, but just who can navigate the composure of their team. I mean, as Trisha Bidford has been in this dozens and dozens and dozens of times, whereas Brad Holsinger, a little bit newer to the rivalry, but now he does have some experience in it. He's played in Bozeman a couple times, so that's going to be interesting to me as well. But I also think that there's some pressure on the Lady Grizz because the Lady Grizz, I think, you could consider on paper as a favorite going into this thing. It's the first time they've been the favorite in a handful of years at least. But Brian Holsinger is still looking for sort of that signature win. They've won some games, but in terms of like, I mean, he has the one over the Cats in Missoula. That's certainly a, a big win. But as Andrew so eloquently said yesterday on the show, like he just needs that that notch in the belt, that one that's like, okay, the Lady Grizz are, are on the rise. They're on the way back. And uh, this could be a perfect opportunity for that. Well, and I also think with, with a lot of the kids coming in and out of the programs, there isn't maybe. They don't know the pressure sure. that comes with this. When you look at bringing in transfers, they don't quite understand. And you just hope that maybe they just go out there and they're not playing. Like, they're really understanding what the rivalry means to our state. Um, but, yeah, that's absolutely going to come into play. When you look at all these factors and look at um, Coach Holsinger wanting to, you know, just – find his mark over in Bozeman. That's definitely a part of this. And you're so right, too, when it comes down to the shooting, because I do think that this team has, both teams have g- great shooters, but they also both have front court players that can shoot it. You know, Taylor Jansen's a nice pick-and-pop four for Montana State. Carmen G. is probably the best pick-and-pop four in the whole conference. Danny Barsh, if she's playing at the five, but she can shoot the three a little bit, I mean, that's a pretty bad matchup for other teams. So they have, and Mara Dyser can pick, come out and shoot it a little bit as well. Well, and then so. you look at Madison Hall, who I think is a great defender. She was part of that 2019-2020 um, dream team for Montana State. Totally. She averaged about 15 minutes almost six points a game. She struggled with um, the, the years to follow hand injury, COVID. So she hasn't played a complete season. Last year she did. And I mean, Coach Vince said she was the X factor on that team no last year. And, you know, co Big Sky Conference champions. Um, so I look at a player like her, she's played in a lot of these games on her home floor and she's won a lot. So you look at some of that, Caitlin Lamardo now, her senior year, she's played in a few rivalry games. They're not just going to roll over in Bozeman just because on paper Montana looks better. I think some of Montana's weaknesses are transition defense, shot selection, post defense. I think Montana struggled with at times. So those are some things if you're Montana State, you're trying to capitalize on. You're trying to really take it to them in those areas of the game. Who can handle the environment? Who can handle the pressure? Who can handle all the hype leading into the game? Those are going to be key factors, and that often translates then into who's making shots, who's missing shots, who controls the flow of the game. Uh, should be really fun. The women's game, again, 2 p.m. You can find Crystal on the call. They're good for Ben Creighton uh, on the MTN Network. And uh, after this weekend, we'll have uh, at least one of the rivalry games in the books. Uh, should be fun. Good luck on the call. Thank you, Coulter. Noah's Dow, ESPN Radio, around the Big Scott Women's Hoops, presented by Pure West Christie's Real Estate. Pure West Christie's, trusted advice, local expertise, exceptional service, and outstanding results. Let's talk about the men's matchup in the rivalry. Riley Corcoran, voice of the Grizz. Keaton Glogley, voice of the Cats. Each next. Keep it right here. Juan is now ESPN Radio. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 